Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Black Kid Thoughts, the only podcast designed with you in mind. Here, I have a special guest, me, myself, and I. Yeah, that's right. Today's special guest is myself. This podcast is to just give you a brief summary of myself, my life, you know what I'm saying? Just a little insight. So, for the people that don't know, I was born and raised in Houston, Texas, you know what I'm saying? Home of the Texans, home of the Astros, you feel me? Um, I grew up in the, on the south side of Houston, Herm Clark, if you know what that's at, you know what I'm saying, that's southwest Houston. Um, I was born in these apartments called Chateau Village. Um, I was raised by my grandma, rest in peace to rest in peace bless her soul um she raised me to be the person I am she instilled in me a lot of great values that I still possess to this day um for people that don't know I call my grandma mom she raised myself my cousin well two of my other cousins that we we practically grew up together from the age of one to what 18 like she basically raised us from the age of one to we was like 13 years old so it was a great amount of time we all was close-knitted thanks to her she potty trained me my cousins um she taught us so many lessons that we still learn we still you know have today um uh, while i lived in those apartments i met some really cool people that i still stay in contact with to this day um my childhood friends we used to spend at each other how each other houses you know what i'm saying it was like five of us we went to the same elementary school along with my cousins we just was like a family you know we would have domino parties at each other's houses with our parents and our my mother lived in the same apartment as my grandmother like down literally down the street um However, I was closer to my grandmother because, of course, she raised me. Not to negate my mother. Um, my mother was very hardworking. She um, had a job, to, you know, to take care of me. Um, she she didn't neglect me at all. It's just that my grandmother would raise me because my mother would work during the day. And, of course, I wasn't old enough to go to school at the time. Um, so, yeah, my grandma would pretty much babysit us and you know my cousin's parents had to work also so we was all we just grew up together you know um yeah i met these cool people in these apartments and we still stay in contact to this day we used to play play outside play football we went through everything together like you know what i'm saying like i love them dearly all of them um we just, we just was like a family. They was the fan. Like I wouldn't dare call them like friends. Like we're family. I've been knowing them since literally I was born, and you know, so yeah, I was raised in those apartments, and we later moved on, moved out of those apartments. Like at the age of thirteen, so it was thirteen years of my life invested in those apartments. The reason why we moved out of those apartments was because I remember, like it was yesterday. Um, I was, of course, staying in my grandmother's house. I practically lived in her house with my grandpa and her. Um, I had, like, clothes over there. Like, I seriously lived there. And we was woken up by smoke alarms and 
what happened was the apartment behind her apartment had caught on fire. It was actually arson. It wasn't an accidental fire. It was a it was an arson case. A man um, came and threw a hot cocktail in her in the lady's apartment while she wasn't there. Thank God she wasn't there, cause you know it probably would have ended tragically. But she wasn't there, and you know they later arrested the man. But he started a fire in the home, and of course the fire traveled to my grandmother's apartments and the connecting apartments because you know they're all connected obviously and we all had to you know flee the apartment um I remember the my um the person that lived under my grandmother mind you we was all close-knitted like we was all family all the even the neighbors we all was just like a family and um my grandmother's neighbor downstairs her grandson was on the oxygen tank and you know oxygen and fire does not mix um so we all was rushing to get the oxygen tanks out of the apartment he had about four oxygen tanks so you know that was very it was just nerve-wracking just not knowing whether these things were going to blow up or not and it was such a rush like i remember everything i remember people screaming people crying my grandmother crying every everyone you know apartment that was affected was crying because people work hard for their things and even though someone might say oh those are materialistic things you still have your life people lives are vested in their home like they have expensive things that they worked all their lives their life for you know like a tv costs hundreds of dollars people just don't have hundreds of dollars living in the hood you know what i'm saying like we had to we had to work hard you know so just to see everything up in flames literally was you know it was a traumatic experience for everyone so when the fire subsided and they put the fire out luckily everything wasn't damaged but of course a lot of stuff was and we didn't have homeowners insurance mind you it's not mandatory in texas to have it so you know and people can't afford it we are people already have enough bills that they have to pay mandatorily so for them to you know have to spend extra they just don't have the money for it um so yeah that caused us to move out my grandmother to move out however my mother was still down the street staying there and she later we later she later moved out the apartments also and I would like literally go from back and forth from my mother's house to my grandmother's house. But of course, I would stay at my grandmother's house most more because simply I was closer to her. You know what I'm saying? We had that relationship, that bond. Um, so, yeah, we all moved out those apartments. Mind you, we still stayed in contact. All the childhood friends I told you about, we all stayed in contact. And um, so my grandmother we moved well she moved like 10 minutes down the street from those apartments it wasn't that far and we pretty much just continued our lives there of course it was a nicer place it was very upscale-ish you know I loved it there um and um soon after that my grandmother moved to these apartments she moved into a home actually like a house and soon after that she got um ill with you know cancer i'm just gonna say she got ill with cancer and later on she passed away which traumatically affected all our family including myself drastically because like i said we was we had a close bond so i lived my life with her in my heart 
<clears throat> rest in peace once again. <clears throat> but after she passed away, I got closer with my mother, which we're, me and my mother and I, we're like best friends. Like, I talked to my mother about any and everything. And, you know, some, you know, of course, death is never a good thing, but sometimes you form, you form, <clears throat> you form bonds after death that you would never form while someone was living. So, you know, not all bad things are bad. Sometimes they're for the good. And I, I grown closer to my mother. And I think she deserved, you know, that bond with me simply because I'm her child, you know, biologically, like I'm her child. So me and my mother, we got so close and we're still close to this day. I love her dearly. Um, but yeah, that's just a, a brief bio, bio of my life and how I became the person I am today. Now, after my grandmother passed away, I was I was honestly lost in the world. I didn't know where to go. You know, everything I knew was my grandmother. I remember everybody would be like, "Are you okay?" Because you know, your grandmother's not here. And of course, I didn't want to talk about it because it would trigger emotions. But you know, of course, it hurts. It's it's dead. It's something that you can't you can't get that person back. You know, but I became numb to a lot of things. Um, and I just started to not feel any feelings. And that's kind of, that's bad. And I tell any of my friends that when you become numb to things, that's bad because you don't know when someone's trying to love you, someone's trying to show affection. Because when you numb, you don't feel anything. So I learned to just let my guard down. I was guarded. I was angry. I was sad. You know, the the, the typical breathe, the, the typical grieving process is very difficult. You know, it's not going to happen overnight. Um, if you lost someone close to you, don't don't make anyone rush you through those emotions. Take it slow. You know what I'm saying? Feel those things because if you hold it in and bottle it up, when you explode, it's going to be de- like very bad, like detrimental, like it's going to be tragic. So just take your time with it. You know what I'm saying? Some days you might not want to talk. Some days you might not want to, you know, go out to eat or go out or socialize, be in a social setting. That's okay. You're grieving. You know what I'm saying? Don't make anyone make you feel bad about it. Don't make anyone, let anyone make you feel ashamed of those feelings, especially males, because I know people try to tell you be strong all the time, but you're human at the end of the day. You know, you have breaking points. You have moments to where you want to be. You want to be vulnerable. You want to be weak, and that's okay. Don't let anyone judge you. Just, just take it slow. So, yeah, I went through the grieving process. I was angry um, at the fact that they couldn't find a cure. Just, just stuff that I wasn't in control of, and neither were they. But of course, at the time, I was thinking about that. But as I grown older, I realized that it was nothing that I could do that they could do. It's God's plan. If you're a believer of God, you don't never question his plan. As much as you might not see what's going on, I tell everyone, anyone, go by, go lead by faith, not by sight. You know what I'm saying? Just because you don't see why things are happening the way they are doesn't mean that they're not for the good. So always look at things from a positive standpoint and know that God is leading you in the right direction. However, as I grown older, I realized that I, you know, I've matured so much after she passed away. I 
I still have my old soul from her. I love old school music. I love Johnny Taylor, Marvin Gaye. You know, you you can miss me with you can't miss me with that at all. Like I know all the old school hits. I have an old soul. Thanks to my grandmother, of course. But yes, I love going to Motown shows. Anyone will tell you I'm not a fan of rap that much because of my old soul. But yeah, I've grown so much and I'm so proud of myself for the growth that I've shown. I've, you know, I went to high school. I started getting into fashion, photography. I started expanding myself. I've grown my Instagram from a thousand to now seven thousand followers. You know, I have a, a, a fan base, I would say, a decent amount of followers. Um, people love my art, they love what I bring to the table. Um, I just learned learn to be confident in myself. Um, I gained strength. I remember I got bullied in middle school. A lot of people might not know. Anyone that's getting bullied, just know that you're not alone. And know that it's resources out there for you to reach out to. And that will help you through. Suicide is never the answer. You know what I'm saying? If you're feeling down or depressed or you letting your thoughts get to you, reach out. You know what I'm saying? Reach out for help. It's resources. It's the, you know, it's a suicide hotline that's open 24-7. Don't never let life beat you up that bad. If anything, turn to God for guidance. Um, but bullying made me a stronger person mentally and physically. Um, I don't really talk about it that much because it was, you know, one of those things to where it's a sensitive topic. But this might help someone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got bullied in middle school. Um, I went through it alone because, of course, snitching was bad in middle school. You know, you'll get, you know, teased more if you were snitched than to keep it to yourself. But never keep anything to yourself. Always reach out for help. You never know. Someone might give you some helpful advice that might change your life, you know. So I finally reached out and told my mother I was crying hysterically because I was at that, that breaking point of being bullied and I remember my grandmother and my mother went to the school and handled it and I never got bullied past that day but the mental strain that that puts on your mental state is very drastic um you know people words people say words don't hurt don't hurt but they really do over a period of time it start to penetrate your brain because at the end of the day you're human you know what I'm saying you can only take so much so Anyone that's getting bullied, be strong. You know what I'm saying? Stand up for yourself. Be your own biggest fan. Reach out for help. And never feel worthless. You're not worthless. You're someone. You're somebody. You're going to be someone someday. And don't let any other human force you to do something that you cannot take back as far as taking your life. It's never the answer. All right? Um... So I want everybody to just, if you know someone that's getting bullied, or even if you're on standby and you see someone getting bullied, you're just as worse as as the bully because you're silent. Stand up for that person. You might save their life. That's what they might need. You know what I'm saying? Or simply tell a tell a teacher, tell a adult, hey, this person is getting bullied. This person is being mistreated. Do something. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
yes, I got, so yeah, I got bullied and I became a stronger person. And I thank my bully, even though you're an asshole, because, you know, that's never the way to go. But I, I look, I thank you because this is the, this is why I'm the person I am today. Unbreakable. You can't penetrate my mind with negativity. You know, I'm very zenful, very positive, very optimistic. You know, I don't even like pessimistic pessimistic people around me. You know, I'm very, very open-minded to to the horizon. I'm very, you know, open to learning new things. And I thank you for it because if I wasn't bullied, I wouldn't have gained this, 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 unbreakable bond with myself um so once again I thank you for doing what you did and look at me now bitch <laughs> look at me now unstoppable confident handsome just all around just a a, a guru like you know Anyway, I'm giving him too. I'm giving the bully too much attention. <laughs> However, like I said, anyone that's getting bullied, reach out. To, reach out for help. It's a hotline out there. Hell, hit me up. I'll help you. I'll give you some helpful advice. I'll pray for you. Prayer works. Prayer is the ultimate healer. God is the ultimate healer. You know what I'm saying? So if anything, just offering prayer to save someone's life. Just do your part. But yeah, um, so after I got bullied, I went to high school, and that's when I really gained com- so much confidence. I gained my my sense of self, and um, I just meditated. I just manifested into the person I am. I gained my style, my poise, my charisma, my um, you know sense of everything. Just myself. I found my inner self, and. Like I said, I started getting into photography, editing my photos, posting on Instagram. I started gaining lots of fans and people that will hit me up and say, I love your work. Even at school, people would be like, I love your photography. Who takes your pictures? You know, and of course, I wouldn't tell them who because you can't let the left hand know what the right hand doing. You know, that was my little secret, my little, you know, recipe, my secret recipe. But just know that, you know. I I produce my own photos and I edit all my photos. And like I said, if you want your photos done, hit my line, slide up, you know. But yeah, people ask me all the time, who did that? Who did all that? And um, now I'm, you know, I'm just that person that's just so positive. And if you like my style, you like, I appreciate it heavily. Like I really do. But um, after high school, I decided that I wanted to go to college. Well, before I left high school, I decided I wanted to be be an attorney because I love law. I love social aspects, which we're going to get into a later podcast about social aspects. Um, I decided to go to TSU, Texas Southern University, located in Third Ward, Texas. Stand up. Um, a HBCU which I cherish so heavily a renowned HBCU and it has a great law program that I plan on attending when I graduate 
by the way, I'm a senior at Texas Southern University. So this is my last year. God says the same. Um, anyone that's going to college is not easy. I'm not that nigga that's going to sugarcoat shit and act like everything's greasy. No, it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of positive, positive people around you. It takes a lot of studying, a lot of focus. You know what I'm saying? It's not an easy road, but you can do it. I believe in you. Believe in yourself more, though. Um, yeah, whatever your major is, go for it. But be certain before you go. You know what I'm saying? With be certain about your major because again it is your money um especially if you're taking out loans and things of that nature is your money so be certain about what you want to do you know um yeah i went to college and i experimented with people i met a lot of dope ass people um in college that i still talk to to this day they're like family too we basically grew up from being a freshman to a senior and it was like overnight it seemed that we just went from being a freshman to a senior and these people are so dope like we all have different majors some of them we had the same major but we all are so close-knitted and we're like family we study together and we go places and you know etc it's nothing like having a bond with someone that's going down the same path as you you know what i'm saying y'all go through the same obstacles and and roadblocks together and I feel like that's what makes you family but um yeah my major is pre-law for the people that don't know I want to be an attorney when I graduate um to get my bachelor's in pre-law I'm going to go to law school and um practice law criminal defense you know I want to I want to be in the courtroom you know stating my case and I don't know if I want to be a prosecutor or well I'm leaning more towards defense but prosecution is still on the table but um yeah this is what i want to do of course i'm never going to stop photography which was my first love i had my first camera at what 14 um i'm still going to do photography i have photography business hit me up if you want your your photos done i do graduations i do quinceaneras i do birthday parties events anything let me know slide up you know what i'm saying give me a give me a holla and i got you you know what i'm saying um Support black business. Black Lives Matter. And I'm going to say this in every motherfucking podcast. This is my podcast. Black Lives Fucking Matter. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm currently still in college. This is my last year, next year. Um, it's just been a, a hard, rocky journey. But I've, I, I'm, I'm approaching the finish line, and I couldn't be any more grateful because... The, the hard times, it will makes it worthwhile at the end. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing like going through something hard and then knowing you conquered it. So for anybody out there that feels like college is hard, it is. But prayer always works. I always say that prayer always works. I'm a living testimony. Pray and you shall overcome. Holla if you hear me. Ha! Holla if you hear me. Um, but yeah, that's just a brief summary of my life. Um, I hope I touched a little somebody out there. I know people can use a little motivation, a little positive motivation of anything. Um, just know that you're you're somebody and you can do it just like I did. I came from the hood and I made something out of myself. Um, I'm gonna make my mom proud and my family too, you know what I'm saying? Um just pray prayer is the root of everything pray
um, I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope you were intrigued. I hope I touched somebody. If it's just one person, I hope I touched you. I hope this motivated you in the right direction. Don't give up on yourself. Um, always stay positive and just always focus on you. Let yourself be the motivation. You know what I'm saying? Motivate yourself because nobody's going to motivate you more than you. And I want you to just always pray when you feel like the odds are stacked against you because God will never turn his back on you. And most of all, I just want to thank everybody that's well, I watched my first podcast with my boy Elijah because we got, we going up, you know what I'm saying? Our numbers are elevating. Um, I love you all, and I want you to have a dope-ass day, a dope-ass life. I want you to stay tuned for further podcasts because it's only going to get better from here. All right? All right. Once again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Black Kid Thoughts, the only podcast designed with you in mind. Peace.